Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is Optimal Living Daily, episode 242, How to Hold an Unpopular Opinion by Joshua Becker of becomingminimalist.com. Get ready to maximize your potential with Optimal Living Daily, the podcast that brings you the best in personal development and productivity every day of the week. Your optimal life awaits. Now here's your host, Justin Mollick. Hello, Life Optimizer. Welcome to Optimal Living Daily. I'm Justin Mollick, the guy who's bringing you amazing blog content so that you don't have to read it yourself. And today's sort of a continuation of Minimalist Monday because we have a post from Joshua Becker, a famous minimalist, but the post isn't specifically about minimalism. Before we get into it, if you wanna help keep this podcast alive, I put up a little page with a bunch of things that help to support this show, most of which aren't financial, You can contribute financially, but if you're not in a position to do so, I have lots of other ways that anyone can show support. So please, if you wanna help keep this project going, come by oldpodcast.com and go to the How to Help page, or you can go directly to oldpodcast.com slash support. It'd be awesome if you could check it out. And I think I'll leave it at that. Let's hear today's post and start optimizing your life. How to Hold an Unpopular Opinion by Joshua Becker of becomingminimalist.com. Quote, to be yourself in a world that is constantly trying to make you something else is the greatest accomplishment, Ralph Waldo Emerson. There are no unanimous opinions. Beliefs held by 100% of the population are not called opinions, they are called facts. And other than the most elementary truths, two plus two equals four, the sky is blue, 100% belief in anything is becoming increasingly rare. Change, by definition, requires us to embrace a new or contrary opinion. Whether we are seeking to change ourselves or the world around us, there is no transformation without the introduction of a new idea. And new ideas are almost always met with confrontation on some level. For me, this occurred just hours after making the decision to remove our unneeded possessions and pursue minimalism. I made a phone call to my mom to tell her the news. She was less than excited. She had plenty of preconceived notions about minimalism, at one point even wondering aloud how we were gonna eat if we stopped going to the grocery store. We laugh about it now, but in the moment, it was significant. Only hours into my journey, I was forced to decide if I would succumb to the pressure of popular opinion or if I'd pursue what my heart was telling me to be true. To be fair, years later, I have learned to present minimalism differently and cut off many of the most common objections before they even surface. Nowadays, rare is the individual who argues vehemently against my understanding and case for minimalism. I've learned to promote the positives of minimalism rather than the negatives of consumerism. However, on a macro level, the objections refuse to slow. The stakes are just too high. 
There are businesses and economies and governments and personal livelihoods based on the pursuit of consumption and mass production. The introduction of any idea that seeks to tear it all down will be met with confrontation. It will require us to stand firm against the sway of popular opinion. How then, in the case of pursuing simplicity, do we hold an unpopular opinion? How do we stand firm against the sway of popular opinion in this regard or any other? Whether we are in conversation with family and friends, attempting to live in a countercultural manner, or alone battling our own thoughts, here are some helpful principles to remember. How to hold an unpopular opinion. Number one, celebrate your uniqueness. Your life was never meant to be lived like everyone else. You don't look the same, you don't sound the same, and your deepest held values are unique. Throwing that away just to conform to popular opinion is one of the cruelest things you can ever do, and it will always prevent you from living your fullest life. Number two, remember popularity and accuracy are not the same. As a proverb goes, quote, don't think you're on the right road just because it's a well-beaten path, unquote. Our desire should be to discover and hold the right opinions, not just the prevailing ones. Number three, count the benefits. Discover, remember, and focus on the benefits of your belief structure. Be able to quickly articulate to yourself and others why you hold the position that you do by embracing the positives. In the case of minimalism, whenever I explain my countercultural decision to others, I always highlight the benefits of owning less. It helps make a stronger case for the lifestyle in both my mind and theirs. Number four, find strength in community. Unpopular is not the same as alone. From politics to religion to worldviews, there is no shortage of opinions available in our world. And almost certainly, while unpopular, there are others who believe the same as you. Find them and discover greater resolve because of it. Number five, understand the counter-arguments. Thinking critically and asking questions go hand in hand. Know your opinion, but work hard to understand the case and arguments against it. If you are right, you have nothing to fear. If you are wrong, you have everything to gain. Number six, hold opinions humbly. When discussing opinions of any kind, exercise humility with others and with yourself. We live our lives with certain assumptions and biases based on experiences. Sometimes these experiences lead us to truth, but other times they lead us away from it. Find the proper balance of humility and fierce resolve in all of your opinions. Number seven, present your case boldly. I think owning less is a better way to live. Because of this opinion, I feel a responsibility to tell others and present the case for it whenever possible. Inviting others to a better way of life is an act of love. We must see it as such and stand firm in the face of opposition. This obligation remains true whether we are speaking of minimalism or countless other unpopular opinions. Your life is valuable. It is the greatest asset you own and it holds potential for great things. Don't slip into mediocrity by living your life based solely on popular opinion. You just listened to the post titled How to Hold an Unpopular Opinion by Joshua Becker of becomingminimalist.com. I thought that was a nice post to share, but it reminded me a lot of vegans actually and how they get made fun of a lot for that last tip, number seven, present your case boldly. There's a good amount of vegans who do that on Facebook or Twitter or wherever and it's turned into a stereotype and joke really that you know, you'll know you know a vegan within minutes of meeting them. And I do think it's unfortunate that they get put into that bucket and have a bad rap for sharing animal rights. Now, I'm not vegan, but I totally get it, and they're just trying to do the right thing. So this article kind of reminded me to try to be nice and respect their opinion and not be so hard on them for wanting to limit animal cruelty. Once again, you can support this show by checking out the How to Help page I put up at oldpodcast.com 
or you can go straight to oldpodcast.com support. And I'll keep this ending minimal for you. Have a great day or night. And I'll see you tomorrow with a post from Leo Babauta of Zen Habits, where your optimal life awaits. Hey, this is Dan from the Optimal Finance Daily Podcast, which is a lot like this show, except more focused on personal finance. Justin handpicks the best posts he can find from blogs and authors like Ramit Sethi, Mr. Money Mustache, and more, and I read them to you five days a week. So if you enjoy this podcast, come on over and subscribe to Optimal Finance Daily too. And together, we'll optimize your financial life. You've been listening to Optimal Living Daily. Be sure to hit the subscribe button to stay up to date on each new episode and head to oldpodcast.com. That's oldpodcast.com for a free gift as well as more actionable tips and resources to help you maximize your potential. Thanks for joining us. And remember, your optimal life awaits.